This is Kenyon Phillips, and you're listening to Be Here Tomorrow, a podcast dedicated to stories of human kindness. Hearing these stories today gives me the hope and strength I need to be here tomorrow. So tell me, who am I here with today? My name is Koshin Paley Ellison, and I live here in Manhattan. And I serve mostly in these days as a writer. I'm a Zen monk and Zen teacher. And you are? My name is Robert Chodo Campbell. I live on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. I'm a Soto Zen Buddhist monk, teacher. And how do you two know each other? We are husbands and co-founders of the New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care. So tell me, what role does kindness play in your everyday life together as a couple? Kindness in our relationship is central. And I would say that really being again you know really soft in my belly and widening out and really including you know Chodo in his beauty and like all of us like we have the beauty and we have our cranky parts and all these different parts so to me to really be kind is to realize that he and I are whole beings with many aspects so to me to love him and I do different things in the morning I have a coffee and then before I leave in the morning I always make sure that I you know tell him even while he's sleeping all the things about him that I appreciate because I never like to leave the house without feeling like it's complete and so for me it's a way of beginning the day with enormous gratitude and love and kindness. So tell me, Chodo, what role does kindness play in your everyday life with Koshin? Well, that's a really hard act to follow. You know, and Koshin is, every word he says is is true. Uh, Every morning before he leaves, he comes in to back into the bedroom and kisses my head and my cheek and says all those beautiful things. And for me, it's really, really difficult to accept that. Um, Sometimes I pretend I'm asleep uh, because it's so hard to uh, listen to that, to really, yeah, take that on. So kindness for me throughout the day is actually a self-reflection. It's like, how can I be kind enough to myself to take that in? And it's, uh, it's been a lifelong process. Well, it's been at least a 30-something year process since getting sober. Um, it's still really, really difficult to, uh, to accept that. And actually, it's very difficult to, uh, to put it into words. You know, uh, the same loving kindness that Koshin demonstrates towards me I only wish that I were able to return that it's not that I don't think it I, you know he's 
one of the kindest people I've ever met, maybe the kindest. And I think Koshin's kindness is reflected in the in the way that he accepts my real difficulty with expressing my own kindness. Koshin, can you tell me something that comes to mind, a, a kindness that Chodo shows you? Oh. Well, to me, a kindness that Chodo shows me is right now is often he doesn't tell me what he's saying right now. And so he can be very silent and in himself. And so to me, these moments where I feel privileged to be able to walk with Chodo and to receive him in his struggle with kindness, to me is an act of kindness and generosity. And Chodo has this amazing capacity that is very different from mine, where he will do things. So the way that he will organize my gym bag, or he will, he won't, even though I can pack a valise, but it, <laughs> he won't allow me to do it. And he does this whole production where like, all right, no, I'll pack the, <laughs> I'll pack your suitcase and acts like he doesn't want to do it out of his love and kindness. He makes like this big bravado about it, but then he, he loves it. And for me, it feels like one of the ways that he expresses his love and kindness towards me. And, uh, the way he takes care. And it's so difficult to hear that. Yeah, it's very difficult to hear that, you know, I mean, yeah, there is that bravado that I, uh, the bullshit. The stuff that get <laughs> the stuff that gets in the way, you know, yeah, it's like, this would be the kindest thing to do is to pack my husband's suitcase and make sure he has all the right products. But I can't do it out of a, a sense of, Oh, honey, look what I'm doing for you. So so loving. It's like, ah, here I go again, having to pack his suitcase. But underneath that, of course, is this. It's totally it, sweet. It's totally, <laughs> it's totally, yeah, but I can't, you know, it's it's very difficult to uh, express it as, as love, you know. It's like, it's this, it's all this kind of smoke and mirrors. It's like so much. Uh, so pretty much, easy to see through. Yeah, I guess. For me for you tell me if you had a sort of kindness oriented goal for the future of your relationship I know we don't like to get too much into the future here but if you had like a vow of kindness what would it be to each other go ahead Koshin what's the vow of kindness well for me you know when we married the first time before it was legal and then when we married again to me, my ongoing vow to you is to love fully you and to, but to me, what's so amazing and challenging about it is to love everything about you, you know, and even, you know, our struggles and, and to love my own struggles too. And so to me, one of the 
incredible things about being in a relationship with you is that it's we're calling it kindness I could call it love I could call it intimacy it, to me it's really wholeheartedness about how to keep being willing to open up and not just take my habitual response and my tangled up past as reason to just stop there so to me the beauty of loving you and having that vow of love for you is to it's a vow of learning to open and to have more tenderness and kindness and love and and we'll actually keep exploring what intimacy actually means so Chota, what would your vow of kindness to Koshin be? Hmm. I like the idea of uh, seeing kindness uh, wrapped up in vow. It's such a beautiful image. Uh, that vow is the is the gift wrap on this kindness. Um, so my vow is to to stay in relationship no matter how difficult it gets to try to figure out how actually to be kinder to myself in order to be kinder to you even though we are you know still after 18 years hopelessly in love with each other even though there are times when I'm not very kind it's to really stay with the difficulties to honor the the vows the vows that we took when we were married and to honor each other in our journey on our journey and to make enough room mm, fuck it up can each which were which we're actually both pretty good at you know once in a while you know being unkind to each other me more so and yet there's that vow that we made to keep coming back to keep coming back um, which is very much a part of our Buddhist practices just keep coming back you know fall down seven times get up eight you know, no matter what to just keep coming back. And I think that's the work right there, no matter how difficult, how unkind, how loving. You know, I think loving is in there too. Sometimes the loving is really difficult too. And how do we keep coming back to love when it would be much easier to be (laughs) not so kind? Uh, For me, anyway, that's my defense mechanism. When it gets too... When the love gets too deep, it's like... uh, this unconscious act of being not so kind and fortunately uh, you are there to see through that and uh, bring me back so my vow is to keep uh, allowing you to put us back on track and I invite you to participate (laughs) 
<laughs> Fat chance. <laughs> In bringing us back together. Not a chance. See where I go? Do you see where I go? Okay, that's enough kindness now. I'm Kenyon Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to Be Here Tomorrow. Let me respectfully remind you, life and death are of supreme importance. Time swiftly passes by, and opportunity is lost. Today, the days of our lives are decreased by one. Each of us should strive to awaken. Awaken. Take heed. Do not squander your life.